do what the business is. It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, how did your boy Animal Brown? You know how to find me, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on social media. Absolutely, man. I am Spike Lou on those same social sites. Holla at your boy. How you feeling out there, man? Man, feeling good, feeling great. Shout out to Nashville. Got to go home for a couple of days last week. Shout out to everybody I got to kick it with. Shout out to everybody I didn't get to kick it with, but it's all good. Um, shout out to the city, man. Good to be back in the city, even though it's kind of raining and shit. Though. It's kind of slow. How was it? Just raining? Nothing new in the city? Did you get Slip. to get out? Yeah, nah, you know, I don't get out, period. But, you know, try a restaurant here or there. That's about it. Chill with Mom Dukes. Get some content done, man. Shout out to Fresher Than Your Average. Coming soon with some new shit around the corner. Uh, so stay locked in for that. But stayed out the way for the most part. 100% looking forward to that. Shout out to Mom Dukes, man. Appreciate you guys joining us for this show. As you know, this is the On Deck TV show. Make sure you get that part of it right. We are reviewing Meek Mill's album this week. We're going to give you the complete breakdown on Deck TV style and our rating. In the meantime, West Side Gun called out the media. They're not covering his album like he wanted. Lil Wayne and Rich Kid, Rich the Kid, excuse me, they dropped an album. We're going to tell you about that. Lil Boosie had a fight breakout at his performance on the Legends Tour we're going to get into. But first, mm-hmm. your man's hove. They finally made the announcement what he was called to the NFL for the great and undisputed halftime show put together. <laughs> Jay-Z over the week, they announced the kneeling is over and the podcast, oh, excuse me, the Super Bowl halftime show is named your reaction. Animal Brown to finally getting Jay-Z's payoff with the NFL work. Yeah. Um, as you all know, Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, and Mary J. Blige will be headlining the Super Bowl. And if the listen, hitting it that the nail on the on the head was Hove and Rock Nation with this halftime performance. A lot of people felt a certain way with the Atlanta, specifically the Atlanta Super Bowl, when they announced Maroon Five would be performing. People were like, Come on, NFL. Like This is a golden opportunity to have a fire-ass hip-hop halftime show, and they dropped the ball. That's when Jay-Z stepped in, and you've seen seen more performances that match the environment, like J-Lo and Shakira was in Miami, where it's a big Latin community. Um, The the weekend's from Canada, so that doesn't really make any sense. For It wouldn't matter where he was at unless the Super Bowl was in Toronto. Uh, But this one is, man, the Super Bowl's in L.A., you got legends, you know what I'm saying? They're all connected to Dre. And I think this is more of a bigger flex for Dre than it actually is for Jay for pulling this off, in my opinion. Mm. What makes you say that? I mean, because like Puff was bringing his name up in the verses and the, the Swiss been trying to get Dre on the verses and Dre like, man, look, dog. <laughs> I do I big boy halftime shows nigga, with 80 million niggas watching. This is what I do. Y'all can take them to 500,000 views y'all get, dude. And y'all can shove them up y'all ass. I do halftime shows. I don't fucking do verses. Stop bringing my name up in that shit. Puff, go battle JD and y'all have fun. I'll tap in from my mansion. In the meantime, I got a sound check to do at the fucking brand new billion dollar SoFi Stadium in LA, nigga. I see y'all there. <laughs> Cause I know y'all That's will be funny. watching. 
That's funny. It's not true, but it's funny. Big uh, flex. Doc, Dr. Dre has become hip hop's white whale. Uh, like you said, versus Puff trying to get him, Swiss trying to get him. He's out there. And Jay-Z came in, flexed up and said, oh, you people want Dre? I got Dre. That's true. I disagree with you. I think that that's a bigger flex for Jay-Z. Mm. Without Jay-Z, the NFL doesn't get Dre at halftime. They don't get Snoop. They might can get Mary J. Blige, but I'm not sure we'll be on their radar to even reach out to her. So for the people that were happy that Jay-Z signed on with the NFL to improve their halftime show, they got what they were looking for. Kudos to them. Kudos to the people that complained that Atlanta wasn't hip-hop enough when the Super Bowl was there. It all worked out. My question, though, the bigger picture, the reason that Jay-Z signed on to help the NFL's image, the reason they even needed him was the Colin Kaepernick kneeling situation. Jay-Z said, hey, we're past kneeling. Is this move? the move that makes the NFL respect him where he gets more of a say in bigger issues. That's my question though. Does that even matter? Uh, well, he was, he was brought on for two things. He was brought on for the okay. halftime show and to stronger make like the commitment between the NFL and marginalized communities to kind of bridge Activism. that gap as well. So those are the two things that he was definitely there for. Okay. They've done a lot. And, and then Kaepernick just happened to take over the conversation because he's the elephant in the room that got all this started to begin with. And he okay. wasn't sitting there, which is what a lot of people would have liked to have seen. So th that's kind of where he comes into play. Um, the thing is they do, I, that stuff doesn't get reported a lot. And I can't think of the name of the partnership that it, the, the philanthropy part is called. I think it's like mm -hmm. chain inspired change or something like that. I can't remember the name right. of it, but They've been making a lot of waves with like with like changing laws in different cities and stuff, but they're so deep. Like it's so like there's so many changes that need to be made in order for them to do make any kind of waves that it doesn't that it doesn't hit the news cycle the same way a layup headline as Dr. Dre, you know, doing the Super Bowl halftime. So that's a layup headline. Inspire change, changing some law in Philadelphia. That may make a lot of headline in Philadelphia, but it's not going to reach Atlanta, bro. Nobody that we don't care. Honestly, it's not it's not going to make waves oh. down here or making a or making a change in a law in North Carolina. Like, bro, that's not going to hit down here. So I think they've been doing that. And I I, I challenge people to do their own research that are questioning, yo, what's this initiative been up to, which is a legitimate question. But you got to do your own research because I don't think it's going to hit the main headlines like the rest of this shit is, honestly. Good point. That is a great point. And, and to be fair, there's been a lot that Rock Nation has done. Um, there's been a lot that, that they scholarships I've seen just offered uh, with was it Mellow Ball. I believe those so. comments about school and scholarships offered. Like Rock Nation is doing their part uh, from a philanthropist standpoint. I don't want to sit here and act like I'm the guy that's going to be like, yeah, but because this is this is a part of it. I'm just anxious to see since Jay-Z did the first part of his job correctly and it's a big deal dr dre is in la performing at the super bowl i want the rest of it to be a big deal just like you said they have the capability of rock nation to make those things big like to make those headlines they got a pr team and a media team that could make a, a law change in philadelphia the news of at least the day at least a trending topic they have the capability to do that and i hope that jay continues to work and this isn't the end or or the biggest thing that he's going to do in that role i hope that this gets him the respect amongst the rob the bob crafts this gets him the respect amongst the rest of the owners in the nfl to say okay well what else do you have what can we do to fix our image and make it 
we, we employ the most black people in America. So how can we help those people? Yeah, and, and if you if you want to check out what they got going on, man, you go to NFL.com. Inspire Change is one of the tabs. Yep. So you click on Facts. one of the tabs, and they and they've got a couple of joints on here. Like, there's even a podcast, Black in the NFL podcast. Oh wow! The NFL's diversity problem is episode six. Damn. Nice. So that's dope. And the Titans raise 130 for local so, so social justice organization. There's a couple of things on here that I said. That's not gonna make the Titans raising 130 bands is not gonna make the news in Atlanta. Like let's let's be Facts. all the way honest. Like it's just not Facts. homie, homie right here for the Jaguars. Uh is, is a partner with UNCF focused on enabling economic advancement through education, uh, including providing incarcerated individuals with higher education opportunities. I don't even know who K Levon Chason is, and I follow NFL, so it's like you know what I mean? But that doesn't mean nothing is happening. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's going to be tough to make news when it's Dr. Dre and it's a defensive end for the worst football team in the league. Like, it's just. <laughs> so you're just you're saying that Jay's doing a, a fantastic job. You know, it's just not getting covered the way that a, a halftime show. I, I don't I don't know about the job he's doing because I haven't done my own research for the Inspired Change. Okay. To keep it a gotcha. stack. But you would agree you want to see more of that since that was the reason that he came in and told Cap to stop kneeling. Like we're I would, past I would love, I would love for that shit. I, I want him to buy a team. I want Cap to be on the board on his team. Like I want to see all of that shit. But I, I know it's a process, and it, for me to expect to happen overnight, it's it's unreal. It, it took us four years to get this Super Bowl. Yeah, I think this starts the ball. The ball gets to rolling, and this is part of the process. You're right. Also, we spoke about team ownership too. I think one of the topics that we forgot also into that and we'll move on after this is the name image and likeness stuff from the uh ncaa it doesn't necessarily now since that's in the play have to be where a rapper needs to own a professional football team you can now invest money into these hbcus convince we've talked about this before athletes to go there i'm diddy i'm sponsoring this guy florida a&m or hampton or whatever it may be you can now pay them to go there and I would love to see rappers not necessarily step up to be NFL owners, but HBCU sponsors. Like, I'm a donor for Hampton. I'm a donor for Florida AM, I'm a I'm a donor for Alabama AM, Alabama State. And start getting better athletes there. Start getting more recognition on those places since you can do that with name, image, and likeness. And that's comparable. I won't say it's NFL ownership, but right. being tied to the team like that, being able to influence athletes and being able to be a spokesperson for HBCUs, rappers should definitely take a look at that now since they have the opportunity with their name image and likeness i thought about that based off last week's topic with puff and jay being owners hbcu is a big opportunity for rappers yeah yeah that'd be dope somebody got to set the trend with that doing it man once once somebody does it you know how that go i could see drake doing that for hampton or something Mm. i'm giving this player a million dollars to play for hampton because i can and i want to pop for hbcus then somebody else coming and doing okay well i'm doing this for florida and i'm doing this for tsu that would be fly yeah and you start getting people to go there i'm here for it man um next up we got your boy west side gun from the griselda boys man he called out the media uh the other day after the release of his second project in a couple of weeks hitler wears Hermes eight side b he says that the media is not giving him coverage of either one of these projects that they deserve. My question is, does he have a valid beef? Uh, no, absolutely not. This, this is a great topic to sum up what you just talked about. We just spoke about Jay-Z and making headlines. And when you do stuff, big stuff like get Dr. Dre in, people are going to talk about it. 
Griselda has done enough for people to talk about in the way that they already talk about. They haven't done anything new for new people to pick up or new media outlets to pick up on it. Like Hitler wears Hermes, is it six, eight, eight, excuse me, just as dope as the other seven, but it didn't do anything new. It didn't bring any new fans to Griselda. You got, I mean, they're not no features that I haven't seen Westside work with before. Like this is for his fans. Like these mixtape series are for his fans. He hasn't gotten to the point yet where I'm dropping a certified lover boy or I'm dropping a, uh, what was the name of Cole album? Off season. Uh, off season. Like he doesn't have that hype around his albums yet because he hasn't found a mainstream lane to like to 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 garner that type of attention. Like yeah. the attention that he's garnering is worth the music that he's put out. Like this is Hitler wears her Like the people that already fuck with you, of course they're gonna talk about it. They're gonna talk about the dope merch. They're gonna talk about the dope features. But it's still the same stuff. Like it, it it's repackaging dope stuff which is cool for your fan base and the people that love it but if you want new people to pay attention to it and you want new reviews you got to do something different it's like you just said with jay-z like if they want the coverage the for the last place defensive lineman donating 3500 like that's not gonna happen you got to do spectacular stuff to get coverage and he's doing good stuff but it's just not spectacular and i fuck with west uh west side no for sure i do too and here's the thing man and Look, I understand he's putting a lot of thought into these prog- pro- uh, these projects. He's putting a lot of thought into the music, the skits, the artwork. You know, you can order the goddamn. He's got the steel joints that he or like he's cooking up a nice niche lane for himself and his crew. Facts. Operative word is niche Facts. because West Side Gun and I'll be the one to tell him if nobody else has told him. He his music is an acquired taste, bro. Like it just is. He's the least talented rapper out of his camp. Okay. And he's got the most distinct sound, which is a turnoff to most general hip hop fans. I hate to tell him that. You know what I'm saying? You can hold out the bars and you can do the boom, boom, booms and I. And there's a there's a faction of people who fuck with that. And they're going to show up to Tabernacle when you come into town. And you know what I'm saying it's going to be a sauces fest with Tim Boots and champion hoodies all through there, dude. But you're not going to go to State Farm Arena with it, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, that, and that's OK, because he seems to be doing very well for himself without having to do State Farm Arena. But he needs to understand that his sound is an acquired taste, but it's not for everyone. And that's OK. I get it. You put a lot of work into it. You put a lot of thought into these rollouts and these concepts and these themes and the artwork, bro. And it's dope and it's working. You're selling champion hoodies for a hundred, bro. And they're selling out like you're doing something good, but don't look for like, you know what I'm saying? What you want? 106 in park to play? Like, bro, like it's not going to happen, dude. Whatever the equivalent to that is today is not going to play your single, bro. So I watched an interview with him on Hot 97. He was kind of talking about it a little bit. And like they're hippity hop, New York boom bap shit. Like they're here for that. They've got a space on their airwaves to play that type of stuff, man. But that's not nationwide, bro. That's at the Mecca. That ain't doing that in Atlanta, though. Even though niggas fuck with you. And I, listen, I fuck with him heavy. But he got to realize, somebody got to tell him, bro, like this ain't for everyone and that's okay. Well, that was the confusing part for me even about this topic. Like I asked you for the link when we were speaking about it earlier in production. I, I, I didn't get his point. 
Yeah. Like, bro, you're doing the same thing that you've been doing, but you're expecting CNN to cover it now? <laughs> like, I don't get it. Like, it's like me and you sit here and we do this podcast each week, but we have a format. We have a, a general consensus of what we do. Like, I'm not expecting uh, fucking, um, what's the name of the TMZ to talk about us tomorrow. We didn't do anything new or different. Like, we do the same thing that we've been doing. We have a crew and a niche People, like you said, that understand that. So it just confused me that his expectations, even with all the thought you said he put into it, even with the uniqueness of the product, bro, what are you expecting? Yeah. Like, you're not going to get on Good Morning America doing what you do. (laughs) It's just not possible. That just don't don't happen. Now, you can have a different conversation about why and criticize the media for that. But you, your expectations of the coverage for, like, even on the smallest tip like this, what did you say? Volume eight? Yeah. Bro, ain't nobody like nobody's jumping in new on volume eight. Nah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like that niggas ain't going back to check for one through seven and then giving you the hype on volume eight. Start something <laughs> new. Do the do a whole new series, my nigga, if you want new attention. Yeah. I just didn't understand the expectations that he had. And again, I fuck with Westside. I think he knows. I think he's looking at it from the perspective of somebody that's putting in a whole lot of work and he feels that. These are quality projects with no skips. He said it himself. He said there's no skips on these. They're classics. Like he's, you know what I'm saying? Like he's he's he he's feeling himself in the music that he's putting out. He's in a good space when it comes to that, which is fine. That's how he's supposed that's, to think. That's but everybody bullshit. else don't think that. That's bullshit though. Like, and and it is. And to quote my nigga um uh Tyron Lannister from Game of Thrones, when you the king, you ain't gotta tell nobody you the king. Mm. I don't hear J. Cole coming to tell niggas that he got the best album of the year. I ain't heard Drake say it ain't no skips on my album. Yeah. Nigga, they let the music speak for itself. I ain't got to get out here and comp- campaign for shit that, that niggas see. And like you putting on a campaign for it kind of take away from the hard work that you're speaking to. Like, relax, my nigga. Let people get it how they get it. If you want something new, do something new. Did you like the side B? Yeah, I fucked with it. I like it. It's, it, I it ain't no skips, but I fuck with the project. <laughs> My nigga Two Chains probably has the best first on there. That's Jesus banging, right? That's banging. Yeah, I fuck with it. I fuck with it, but I fuck with him again. I can't go play it for my girl, man. Hey, that's my, that's what I'm saying. And you gotta understand too, the people that who who he really his peers fuck yeah. with that shit. Like that's why it's no yeah, problem that, for him to get anybody on the track. That's why it was so confusing. Like you're talking about the media. What what do you what media? Like who? You, like I don't understand. I guess he wants to cover the source, bro. Huh? He want the cover of the source or the double XL. Bro, or... who was on the cover of Source last month? Nah, nah I couldn't tell you the cover. That's of what source I like. 10 nigga. Years. He he already more popular than all the media outlets. Like, what do you want? Like, my nigga, the the next step, the next step for him and and for I guess what he's looking for is Good Morning American, the big dog outlets. And if you want that, my nigga, you got to switch it up. Like, that's just flat the fuck out. I'm sorry. Nobody told you this over in the Griselda crew. If you want to do different shit like that, like you got to do some, you need to holler at Drake. You get that nigga on the phone. That's a fact. Get somebody on the phone that's in the mainstream, my nigga. <laughs> you not. My guy. All right, on. moving on to the next topic, man, before we get into the breakdown of Meek Mill's album. Your man's Dwayne Carter dropped a joint album with Rich the Kid. Mm. Now, brace yourself. Because the numbers are back and they're reporting a whopping 12K for the first week. Let me ask you a question, Adam Brown. Does this release affect Lil Wayne's legacy? 
we ain't gonna call this a release. This is a flop. This is oh, a major man. flop for a multi-platinum Grammy award-winning legend. A lot of people have Wayne on their Mount Rushmore. Wayne's legacy and imprint is in a lot of these young rappers, including Rich the Kids, style, look, swag, the whole nine. I was shocked. I was more shocked seeing that he had a joint project with Rich the Kid than I was seeing that it went double wood. Um, so I, I'll say this. It's not going to hurt his legacy because we've already we're going to forget about this as soon as we're done with this topic. Nobody's going to revisit this project. It's called Trust Fund Babies. If anybody has the balls to go and listen to it. But balls. it's some slaw and it's some slaw because of Rich the Kid. Spoiler alert. We all knew that was going to be the case. I'm not sure how they linked up. I'm not sure why Wayne did this. All that's confusing. But yet and still. No, it won't hurt his legacy because we'll forget about this in T-minus 15 minutes. Mm. My nigga Big Jeff from FSP, I love this, to quote The Rock from the WWE, it doesn't matter what Lil Wayne does at this stage of his career. This is the get-back season. Everybody can get an album if I don't wait. I missed out on money for too long, mm. waiting on Baby and that money. So, yeah, Rich the Kid got an album. You want to come in here? This is the price. Drop the six, seven songs that you want to do. I'm going to go in here and do six or seven. We're going to roll it out. Any rapper that wanted. This is the stage of Wayne's career. E-40, like the, like the way that he drops, the 30 albums that Pastor Troy drops, if I was Lil Wayne, that would be my business model now. I'm hitting y'all over the head every week. Not because I need to, but because I can. And I'm getting back on all the money that I missed. I'm saying this assuming that he owns his master's and all the rights to his music moving forward. So if I do a joint album with Rich the Kid and it sells 12K, who the fuck cares? I'm Lil Wayne, dude. I'm going to keep doing this. If Joe Blow Schmo from Miami and Miami Gardens come and he got a million to do a record, guess what? I'm doing that too. If I'm Lil Wayne, again, this is get back season. I'm cemented in this shit. Can't nobody impact my legacy. I'm arguably the best rapper ever. Mm. I, I can I can put that my name in the hat with any nigga who ever done this. I've been doing it since I was 12 years old. I'm almost 40. I can do whatever I want. And if I can drop an album with Aristic Kid that generate me at least a million dollars, let's do it. If Joe Smo want to do it, John Doe, whoever, run to the studio, print the shit up, and let's put it out. It's get back season if I was Lil Wayne. Man, listen, if baby just cut me a check for 500 million, like allegedly he says he did. <laughs> Bro, that's Nick's relax. The last thing I'm doing is hitting the studio with a rich the kid to do any amount of stuff. He not even give me for a feature. Nigga, you can't give me, I'm not doing a voicemail skit on your on your album, bro. Like you can't even get that out of me, fam. I am up in the 32nd floor of this super dope ass condo. Nigga with seven bitches in my bed watching Sports Center, dude. I'm not getting up and leaving them to go to the studio with Rich the Kid, bro. Like it's not happening. Rich the Kid buzz is all but extinct. I am shocked that Wayne did this. Still, I still don't understand, bro. Where did this come from? Who asked for this? And if so, why did you ask for this shit? And why did y'all deliver on this that one person asked for? I'm confused. I don't get it. Because it's Lil Wayne. Like no, that's not enough. You can get a residency. You can go get you a residency in, in Vegas, nigga, for fucking 500000 a night, bro. There's so much more you could do with your time. 
nah. in this project with dude, man. It's some but, small too. But Wayne dude. is a rapper though. I guess stuff that you're talking about that you can do with your time, it, it gets him out of his zone. Like we seen him in interviews and being out of touch with everything. That's true. LeWayne probably in Miami right now in the studio. How probably does this so. happen? How does this happen? A lucky AR got to connect, stumbled in the studio in Miami, and Wayne is there. Oh, I work with Rich the Kid. It would be Who? dope if we did a joint album. Wayne walks off because I don't want anything to do with that. But what's the other nigga name with Mac Main? What's the nigga yeah. name? This is manager. He's like, okay, well, how much do you got for that Rich the Kid album? Because that nigga had a dope ass song not too long ago. I know y'all got access to money. I know how the game go. Oh, I'll give you this much. You'll give me what? Wayne, Rich gonna come do six songs. We need you to hop on six songs. I'm going to pay you this. Say less. Like, pull the tracks up. That's it. That's how it's going to happen. Ain't no 32 floor condo. Like Wayne has done all that. He at the stage of his career now where if I can roll over and rap, I'm going to do it and make a check off of it. I ain't got to go nowhere. I ain't got to get ready for no show. All I got to do is stay here in the studio where I've been at, sit down like I'm doing and smoke, run you a couple bars. Boom, I made some money. I ain't got to move out this spot. He trapping. And I think I think Wayne might be married now, too. No way. I think he got married real low key. He did marry the, the, the plus size model girl. Yeah, yeah, yep. Which is <laughs> if you, right if, on if, Wayne. That's right on track for skateboard Wayne, though. Listen, Wayne is a mini sized model. So to marry a plus size model is fucking hilarious. If you've ever seen Wayne in person, that's a small you nigga. Gotta be, think about this, though. You got to be weird. That nigga been famous since he was 12. Yeah. Like that don't even really happen to black people. That's some for real. That's some white people, Michael Jackson shit. Like niggas don't be Michael famous. Michael Jackson's for... black, dude. What the fuck? Is he? Is he? I, that's why. I, that's why I said white people slash Michael Jackson. Shit. Ah, okay, but okay, okay, for sure. His question if he's black or not. Anyway, like no other. What other black person has been famous as long as Lil Wayne has? Gary Coleman. Definitely had. The Gary Coleman was thirty when he got famous. He was just a little <laughs> nigga. It looked like a kid. <laughs> Lil Wayne been famous for damn near 25 years, dude. Nobody's been famous that long. And like, he can do it. Like, I'm not. I do whatever the fuck I want, bro. I get That's it. True. Uh, skip the album, though. If anybody's, man, I wonder what Wayne said. Just skip it. Just skip yeah, it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend listening to it at all. Just skip it. Um, man, real quick, before we get to this Meek Mill expensive pain, your man's DJ Envy. He was hit with an, a trade infringement lawsuit. You already know he's got a car show that he's been pumping all summer long called Carcella. Obviously, we know where that came from. It came from Coachella, the popular concert series out there on the West Coast. Hey, man, should Envy fight this or just take the L on and change the name? You got to take this L <laughs> because it's, it's, it's came this far. Like, I'm so DJ Envy seems like a good businessman, right? Like, he's seen like on the surface, but. How the fuck do you get this far along in planning uh, uh, anything and now they hitting me with the cease and desist? Like, somebody should have been able to take care of this. Like, if I'm DJ Envy, somebody's fired. I don't know if it's a lawyer, a PR person, whoever it is that told me, okay, it's good to run with Carcella and didn't check with the Coachella people and we have access. I'm in the industry. I'm not a new nigga. I got the money to do this. 
somebody getting fired. Y'all got me fucked up to make me look like this. So now nah, I can't fight it. It's too late. If I had caught it earlier with DJ Envy, then yeah, I fight it and, and we work out a deal where I can use it and pay you for some licensing or whatever it takes. But now we've gotten to the stage where y'all didn't embarrass me and I didn't got to cease and desist because I didn't take care of what I needed to on my business end. If I'm Envy, scrap the whole fucking thing. Change the name and call it DJ Envy Car Show because y'all done pissed me off and let these people win. I'd be livid if I were DJ Envy as some one on my team as he should be he's been doing this so he had the car show previously he just recently updated the name for his this year's run actually went to the car show when it came to atlanta it was pretty dope if you're into car shows and it was a shitload of people there so the promotion is working the name is dope so that's good branding and he talked about this on breakfast club he said he had three lawyers he checked with a lawyer on the west coast one on the East Coast, and then another one in the Midwest. They all said he shouldn't have a problem because Coachella is a city in California. So it'd be almost Mm -hmm. like if you were in Brooklyn and you had Brooklyn Pizza or Brooklyn Subs, the city of Brooklyn can't sue you because you have Brooklyn Pizza. Because you're using that name, right. Yeah, that's public. You can do that. And so he was advised that he would be straight because Coachella is also the name of the city. Uh We have an update. That didn't fly. <laughs> he has now announced that he has scrapped Carcella and has to, and he is coming up with a new name. Um, I think he is just going to keep it simple. That was an update literally as of about an hour ago. I wonder <laughs> so why I mean, they told him that he could do that. Because they thought it was a city. They thought he was protected behind that because it's the name of a city. That nigga need better lawyers. Yeah, going over three I with would the lawyers. Be livid. I like you. What tied? Like you got to get to another tier. Yeah, like something that DJ Envy did wrong down now. I don't even believe it was a team. Like, if three niggas told you the wrong thing, you asking the wrong question. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I if agree. you getting bad information from three different sources that are supposed to be educated in this, that doesn't make sense to me. You did something wrong. You asked the wrong question or you framed it wrong, but there's no way three niggas gave you bad advice that are experts in this field. I I do not believe that. They Hell those same no. those same three people also said he could fight this because of that loophole it's just whether you feel like fighting it because they have a bigger push than he does like do i even want yes if i ain't even wasting time on this if i'm dj i'm done with this already i ain't speaking to you three idiots again and i'm (laughs) done with this fuck this give me new lawyers and we changing the name i ain't going to quit i don't even want to hear about this shit no more i ain't got time for this shit and it's 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 already done what it's done he did it in la i mean excuse me he did it in atlanta um so is he gonna uh, owe them some money and you think you think he'll owe them some money since he already did a couple of them? Nah, they probably they just want to stop restitution or nothing. Just nah, stop I don't think using so. the name. Yeah, just stop. Yeah. They're like, hey, just stop using that shit, and we'll let you go. You know, without smacking you. So he's like, all so right, but he did it in like Atlantic City and Detroit, and he's he's already built it up. So now you can, he's at a point where he can change the name and it's still it's still okay because yeah, he's done what he needed to call do. it. I'm DJ Envy, dude. Like I literally can call this DJ Envy's car show. Carcella sound did. better though. It's it's a better it brand. Does, it but I cool. can like you said, it's easy for me to change because I'm DJ Envy. Oh, well, yeah, I'm some sure. random nigga then. Like, yeah, this would be a blow. But it also goes to show like hip hop culture is big for Coachella. Like, I know, like the like was it Kendrick was supposed to be there? He was supposed what to was headline that? during the pandemic, yeah, until they canceled. Why can't we partner? Like, that's mm-hmm. another thing why I said it's bad on the team. Like, if I get this season decision, well, let's have a conversation about partnership. Like, why y'all trying to like straight box me out out the wham? Yeah, I'll fuck with hip hop. Let's do something together. Let me do this or do that. Like, it just, it's odd that it got to this point where I'm like, damn, I got to change the name. 
after a nigga gave me advice and after I could have reached out and partnered with them because they seem to be open to hip hop shit. That's weird, weird ass shit to me. Hey, that's just more pub for his shit too at the same time. Now people gonna want to check it out too, you're right. At the end of the day. Um, hey man, new album alert. Uh, it's the fourth quarter, guys. So we waiting on some big dogs to drop. Meek, Millie. Would you count him as an A-lister? Wait, is B-list, A-list? What's Meek Mill? He sure thinks he is. He who? He sure thinks he is. Oh, well, yeah, well, clearly. Um, no, I I do, actually, yeah, I do. Okay. Not musically, but like personality profile wise pro there you go meek mill has an a-list profile yes that's fair so mm-hmm. a-lister they drop in we got meek mill expensive pain um where was your anticipation level for this meek mill if you remember his last album championships came out in 2019 i want to say it's been it's been a little minute 2018 two years 2019 two years ago okay that wasn't right. bad then um what were my expectations yeah, man, I know you was looking forward to this. Oh, no, hold on. Championships came out in 2018. It did. I, I'm not a big Meek Mill fan. I didn't. Championships was a good album, but I wasn't a big fan of that. So I don't even. I seen the artwork early, but I, this is one of those things I just scrolled by. Um, again, I respect Meek's profile. He's done a lot of things to turn me off to where I don't really even listen to his music anymore. So when we're talking about rollouts and the artwork for the, I like the artwork on the album when they dropped it and we had a conversation in the group chat about it. It was hilarious. Shout out to Big Jeff and them extra. But yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting anything. It's like, it would have been another, just another drop to me and that goes to the rating that I'll have on the album. What about you? No, I was here for it. Um, I like Meek Mill. His, I, I like Meek Mill's music. I think he has a place in hip hop, <clears throat> I, I always looked at Meek as one of those artists who was a little bit better than people probably gave him credit for. Um, but really? he's done See, I some. Just, I think just the opposite. No, I think I no. Think he's, he's a better rapper person. than he, he. He's one of them niggas that is a better rapper than people give him credit for. Prior to listening to this album, I'm saying, um, mm. I definitely you hear listen to him on Funk Flex and shit like, dude. Like he he, there's been moments where he's like, damn, a freestyle is actually ripping this shit. I ain't buying a freestyle. You talking about? Yeah, like or, or whatever. We can pick a song. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Well, give me a song that Meek Mill rip. Like, what what's your go to? And you be like, nah, you gotta hear Meek do this. Like you always do. Like your favorite thing, uh, like the victory verse with Big. Like that's your big verse when you telling niggas about Big. Give me Meek Mills. I don't have a go to verse for you. though. No, just give me one. Cause he can rap, right? He definitely can rap, though. So give me one, just one. Mm, what's free? Mm, huh? What's free with Jay and Ross? That's <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Nigga don't even remember he was on. That's you know, his that's own bullshit. And Jay fucking murdered. It's impossible that it's anywhere near Jay verse. And I think Ross ripped that too. I can't hear him why. You know he ain't got one. And this goes to my point about Meek Mill. But we'll get to it. So you weren't anticipating, you were anticipating because you think that he's a good rapper. Yeah, I was looking forward to it, man. I think he, I, I like his, I liked his brand of music. You know what I'm saying? He He's here for high energy, but then mm-hmm. he can also give you, he has a unique perspective that a lot of people can relate to. We've all seen the old clips of him with the dusty braids and the street nigga on the corner trying to rap. So we've seen his journey and we've seen how the system has kind of, jerked him around a little bit and we've seen him come out from that and link up with some you know some big Boston players and shit and now he's in a different circle and and because of that we haven't heard from him for a couple of years so 
you know, I, I was looking forward to see what he would do, especially coming off that shop episode. That shop episode, when he said that he hit the studio with the young boys, Dirk and Thug, and they were running circles around him. He was like, yo, what the fuck? Little baby, don't forget little baby. I mean, baby, excuse me. That's who it was. Baby and Dirk. And he was like, oh, okay, these niggas, these niggas, is, they hungry and they doing this every day. He had been, he hadn't rode the bike in a minute. You know what I'm saying? So he had to get back on and kind of feel his way out. And I was curious to see how the album was going to sound. Was I going to get that vibe from the album or was I going to get hungry? Nigga, I'm back on my bullshit. I'm nigga. I'm, I'm an A-list meek meal. Was I going to get that from them? Or was I going to get the nigga that's the veteran that's letting the young niggas run circles around them? I was wondering which one I was going to get. And I did mm. get one of those albums and it wasn't what I expected. Mm, what you get? Tell us about it. I got the nigga with the old nigga with the young nigga running circles around him mm. Be- because I like me and he's got the, he's got the energy that I needed on some of these, but he's not really saying nothing. I'm going to keep it a buck. He's not really saying nothing. And a lot of these records I listen to is because of the feature because Moneybag Yo ran a circle around him. Circles, nigga. <laughs> what is, what's the saying that, that, that Jalen Rose had? Keep getting them checks. Yeah, Who's saying fact. is that? That's, Who's that's, saying is that? That's Jalen Rose. Rose when it comes to these NBA niggas that's 45 years old. Oh, still niggas on the end shit. of the bench, but I'm still signing check because I'm 6'8". Meek Mill don't want to rap at all. I want to, yeah. like, what I get from this album listening to it, Meek Mill want to hang with billionaires. He want to comment on Instagram. He want to Twitter fingers. And I ain't knocking him for it. Like, people for get sure. paid to do this. But Meek Mill is a personality now. He mm. also activist with the activist too. Like, yeah, I was just about to say yep. I don't want to leave that out because that's important. I do feel like that he's passionate about that, and I want to make clear that I'm not being dismissive of him being something else outside of rap. Yep. But I guess he has to fake it to still get paid for it because this is his main job. That's what he may I be contractually from. obligated too, though. Sure, but mm. this is something that you can tell. Like I'm not doing this because I love this shit. I'm not going in here trying to body niggas. I'm not going in here trying to put great songs together. I'm going in here because I'm Meek Mill and I get paid a lot of money to rap. And it's evident, like you said, I don't hear a passion for it. Like you can't fake that with fans. Like you put J. Cole shit on, you hear Cameron verse on that first thing and then you hear Cole come in and murder that shit. You're like, oh my God. Same thing with Drake. Like the shit's slow, it's a slow beat, but still he coming in like, did he just say that? Like, I don't hear that with Meek Mill. There's no, that that passion that niggas, that A-list niggas have to be number one. Like, I just don't hear that in this album. It sounds like something like a nigga, oh, I got to go do this before I hop on the plane with the owner from the Sixers because we about to go lay some other shit down while I'm getting some laws changed. And again, I'm not taking from that, but it's clearly evident in the music. And I think that you were about to go that way as well. Yeah, it, I, I agree. And then plus... He's listen, Meek is not making it easy on himself in terms of public perception, like just by some of the stuff that he's done. It's just some just some of the moves and some of the things that he said. And like it's a running joke. If you look at some of the memes on Twitter, like like shut up, my homeboy texts me. No lie. He texts me Sunday at 1 a.m. because he's a night owl. He said, Hey, I don't know why, but Meek's so lame to me. That's all he texts. <laughs> and, and and we talked the next day. He was like, bro, is it me? Is that nigga lame? Like, what is it about? Why am I feeling like this now when I don't feel like I thought that earlier? And my my thing is, he may have gotten, he may, he may be a little out of touch now. 
And we mm. saw that with the kids at the water thing. You know what I'm saying? When he offered 20 for everybody or whatever the case he may be in, in the fucking Rafe. Like we had that whole situation. They were like, bro, what are you doing? But, but then we turned around and seen like Mozzie, you know what I'm saying? Do what he did. And, and it was a stark comparison to Meek shit. And, 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 and he may be out of touch. He may be around the billionaires and the owners and like, Maybe people hear that in the music or see that in the way he's acting, and it's like, ah, uh, you you don't took all you going on at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, you gone. That's cool. You on CNN. You got documentaries about yourself. You hanging in the owner suite. That's cool. But not a lot of people look at him on that boss tip, like on some self made shit. They don't really look at that and think that from Meek, in my opinion, because he hasn't really put anyone else on. So even though he talks that boss talk on here you know what i'm saying he talks that from nothing to something talk but i don't think it resonates with people i think it just annoys mm. people well you bring up a good point there and to expand upon it more because i think i'm in the same lane it doesn't resonate because i feel like that he's it, to your buddy's point in the text too it feels like the meek mill is trying too hard Mm. And the reason is you brought up the water situation and then Mozzie come and does it right. No. You have the beef with Drake where you call him out for not writing this shit, then he come and blow you out the fucking water. That too, yeah. Like, it, it just seems like he doesn't have clear direction on what he's doing. Yeah. Like, Dirk and Baby come to the studio, they watch you, now I got an album and you sounding like them niggas. Like, if you're going to be a leader and you're going to be a boss because you do the boss things, like, you can't play both sides of it then get out in the field and have to follow behind niggas. Do it your way, bro. Yeah. Like, the thing about Meek Mill is, like, he's not – he don't stand on – and I ain't saying that he's fake or anything like right. that, lame. I'm not calling any of that. But he don't stand solidly on a lot of shit. Like, it's always wavering. Like, even the shit with the kids, he didn't even come out and be like, well, this is why I did this. Like, I got perfect dick. Like, he did come out and say something, but it wasn't, like, a full explanation. It's like, I'm standing on what I did, nigga. Fuck y'all. No. Like, Mozzie came and he was like, this is, like, I'm breaking y'all off and this is it. And yeah. Mozzie not even an A-list rapper and all of that to, to the point of where we're making, like, Meek Mill would make better music or he would come off better perceptionally if he just did what he wanted to do. Stop following behind niggas or doing what you think people want to hear. I don't think people have a clear understanding of who Meek is. And at this stage in his career, you start to be like, oh, this nigga lame. Like your homeboy said, because it ain't no clear definition of who he is. I seen him do something that Drake did, or I seen him do something that he thought another nigga that was cool was doing. I don't get a real clear view of that Meek Mill that you spoke of that had the braids, that was a little dusty nigga that yep. was hungry and like, this is what I want to do. I'm going to body you niggas, put y'all in body bags because I can rap better than you. I ain't heard that Meek Mill in a long time and it definitely wasn't on this album. Yeah, ever since he thought he was pulling a boss move or a, or a chess move with Drake and he ended up getting checkmated, ever since then it's been downhill. Yeah, um, been like kind of, he been like docile. Like, I don't know what to do. Who, yeah. me, who shows me the way? Like, lead, nigga, you the leader. Even like, when even linking up with Rock Nation and linking up with, he, he he's standing next to some powerful people. Facts. But it's not it, rubbing off, though, bro. Like, nah, it's, it's, it's not rubbing off in the sense of, like, it, it, it seems like he just don't want to, like, even if leading means going and getting blown out the water by Drake, you got to do something. 
You can't yeah. let the nigga keep piling on. And the same thing that happens like when he had like when niggas joke on him online and he say dumb shit like he it's like he goes in his shell. And like that ain't like you just got to take what come with it, bro. And I don't think that he takes what comes with it enough. But then he'll hop on the album and be like, oh, Rich Payne. And I got homeboys that are leaving me because of this, that and the third. All of that shit sound like like just shit that you heard about. Not that you going through, my nigga. Yeah. It don't come off as authentic. And just just for reference, what we're if in case you forgot the meat clip that we're talking about with the kids was that the water boys came up around his car. He was in a big dog whip. It was about six to eight of them. And he, he videotaped it and gave them 20 to split amongst each other and then put it on his Instagram. And it was just like that. Okay. That was a weird flex. And, but look, to be clear, I'm glad you brought it up and people probably listening and they don't know much about it. Like, okay, cool. What's wrong with that? Mozzie went and done the same thing. Who's a rapper from Oakland. He gave him what a hundred, a couple hundred bucks. He, he, he pulled up in a Lamborghini, let the kids sit in it. He gave them a couple of hundred dollars and then told, told the kids that the smartest people make the most money. Make sure you read and make sure you're in school. Make sure, you know what I'm saying? He gave that, that spiel to them and they looked up to him. Mozzie from Sacramento to not Oakland, Facts. but yes. Cool. And people are like, oh, well, that's a one-off. No, T.I. went there. Yeah. Same corner. He started an LLC with them. Printed yep. up t-shirts. Yep. These young men are businessmen now. He put that on IG. Yep. Like this, like those are things that niggas that are bosses do. Yep. Ain't nobody gotta tell you that. That shit just comes natural. Natural. Yep. Like a boss don't pull up on six kids and get them $20. Yeah, no. Like it just don't happen. Yeah. Like you pull up on them like tip then, like, okay, I got paperwork. Y'all niggas got contract. Y'all got a flat out LLC now. Y'all are gonna figure it out. Hit me up if y'all need anything to, to make money and got problems with the city, because I got connects. I'm a boss. Yeah. Oh uh, y'all or, like hey, or, or you keep it moving because you got places to go. It's yeah, what, or, or I ain't even gonna fuck with you. I ain't filming it or nothing, and that's cool. That's you can do that because you a boss and you got boss shit to go do, nigga. I gotta meet the owner of the Sixers, my nigga. I ain't got time to pull over and let y'all niggas play in my Lamborghini, bro. I'm, I got shit to do. I'm a boss, but you can't be on both sides, my nigga. You can't be in the middle of me like, well, let me let me just play it real quick. Here go a quick little dub because this is what I got on me. I got good. I'm like, nah, nigga, ain't nobody trying to hear that. Everybody yeah. out here trying to get it, bro. And when you make your shit, like you being dismissive of the struggle and what's going on. Like people, like that's, I think that's the thing that we've been trying to get to. Meek Mill is real dismissive because of the position that he in. Because I can hit up the owner of the Sixers or I can hit up Bob Crap. So he real dismissive as to what's going on. And it's gotten him out of touch and you can hear it in his music. But see, but that's the flip side because it, it, the actions say out of touch but then some of the bars and the expensive pain and you know what I'm saying? And damn, you know, my, my love money and cold hearted. And these are all supposed to speak to in touch topics. You know what I'm saying? To somebody who, yeah, let's be honest. All these rappers are rich. All these rappers are famous. You know what I'm saying? They're all doing well. Like you, that you got to still keep one foot in or still can be connected to understand what's really going on. Cause they all in big gated communities, like all of them, let's keep it a stack, all the successful ones. So right. they're not struggling anymore, air quote, but, but the ones that, the ones that you feel they can relay that message in the music and in their actions that they still get and understand what's going on. And Meek, Meek is falling off in between he needs some friends to tell him that yo that's not the move somebody has to tell him that's not the move to put that on if he doesn't already know that internally yeah he act like this is bothering him mm. like the expensive pain and 
being in this position bothers me because it's just so much. I just got so much money. I don't know what to do. And it makes me sad. Bro, nobody <laughs> gives a fuck. Like that, like you expensive pain, rich people problems, call it what you want to. Like, like niggas out here on the grind every day do not care. And I don't think that Meek Mill knows it. Yeah. Like, bro, like, like if anything, if I were on his team, and it probably wouldn't go well at first, but nigga, be the heel. Like in wrestling, like enjoy it, nigga. I'm living the fucking life, my nigga. I got money. I enjoy this shit. I'm with Bob Craft. Ain't no expensive pain, nigga. I got all the bitches I want, any house I want to go to, all the clothes, cars, shoes. I love this shit, nigga. I love being a rapper. Do that instead of trying to convince me that this is a problem for you. Instead of yeah. trying to convince me that, oh, man, I lost another homeboy because we just didn't see you eye to eye because of money. Like, bro, everybody go through that shit, nigga. Yeah. From you to the niggas on the street. Tell me how much you enjoy that shit. Be the heel. Let niggas know I'm living the fucking life. Chris style yeah. for breakfast, my nigga. I think people enjoy that more. Rest, I mean, uh, hip-hop really doesn't have a heel anymore. Like, it ain't a bad guy. If I were Meek Mill, I'd lean into just being a bad guy. And then still do my good shit on the side and let y'all figure it out. Yeah, that'll work too. What 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 did you think worked on the album, so to speak? Any any highlights? Anything that you thought uh, oh, that stood out to you? Up. Of course, my nigga Young Thug ripped it, as always. That's just not true. I know he gonna hate that. My nigga Young Thug came in and murdered it. That's the Money Bag Yo feature was pretty cool. He ripped. Uh, not, he ripped it. Money Bag Yo ain't going in. Who would ever thought that Yo Gotti had the top three rapper in the game? We never thought that. Uh, he have doesn't it. have a top three rapper in the game. What are you talking Sales about? Sales-wise. Sales-wise, Moneybag, yo, top three. Shout out to Moneybag, yo. I fuck Drake, with him, but we're we going a little too far. Kanye, right if we can even consider Kanye a rapper, and then Moneybag, yo, top selling albums of the year. Shout out to yo, got it. We'll, we'll see if that holds up. Uh, it don't matter. It's right now. We're speaking <laughs> in we're speaking in right now, turn. I like Northside and Southside with that guy, Giggs. That's I slow. didn't like Giggs verse, though. Yeah, Giggs um, and Slaw. Blue Nose 2 was okay. It wasn't a lot that I liked on this album, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. I I say this. I like how it started. Like, mm -hmm. um, have you seen like the that, hate me now switch up? Yeah, I did. I like that. I, but that's what that's what Meek does. That's what that's what I add to the Stone Mountain playlist. It's the high energy. Mm -hmm. I'm yelling at the McDonald's drive-through. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's what he's known for, and that's what he's. That's why he's on. That's why he's different from everyone else. That's what sets him apart. So yeah, he intros. gives you that high energy flip the sample rapid fire flow in pocket you know what i'm saying like that's what he can give you and that gets you amped you in the gym you going up stone mountain you're on a treadmill like that shit like that is on the playlist but it reminded me of uh, i don't know if you've seen the promos for this show called la brea on nbc have you seen that yeah with a brown with the ground open up and shit with the sinkholes yeah so i watched the first episode Knew you like that shit, some lost type shit. Yeah, some it's some sci-fi network TV shit. So they they'll eventually fuck it up. We know that's yeah. gonna happen. But the very first episode, it's a it's about a sinkhole in L.A. and the people fall through the sinkhole. And then on the, when they land on the sinkhole, they're still alive and they're in a different time in L.A. They're like in prehistoric times or what the fuck ever. I don't know. My hey, point wait is to see how you tie this in. My point is, this shit hit the fan in the first three minutes of the TV show. Like, literally, it went from, hey, honey, I'm on the way to pick up. Oh, shit. Uh, like, the sinkhole happened. Shit was crashing. Like, it popped off early, like, dumb early. Wasted no time. That's exactly what Meek did on these first two tracks. I heard these first two, the, that intro and that 100 miles an hour. I saw this. How he going? 
Like, this is what I was looking for. This energy is what I was looking for. And then it morphed into regular degular. You got the chick song. You got the, the one New York feature. You went and got the hot niggas, baby and Dirk. You went and got the, the, the run of the mill young thug feature. You ran a couple of sequels back, Blue Notes 2, Cold-Hearted 3 that you've been doing before. Like, it, it started turning into run-of-the-mill rap album, and that's exactly what that show turned into, run-of-the-mill network TV tropes. <laughs> as soon as the shit hit the fan, it reverted back to the same bullshit that you see on NBC, ABC, and CBS. So mm. that's exactly what happened with this album. If I have to talk about what I liked, the first two tracks I thought were tough. I like the Moneybag song with Hot, but I'm really more for Moneybag than him. And I did like um, Angels, the R.I.P. Lil Snoop song. I'm not really a fan of Melodic Meek, but I thought it worked on that record, though. I thought that was a really dope song. And and mm. uh, I, I thought I like that he see he tries, bro. He tries to stay in touch and touch. And speaking about Lil Snoop, because that's been several years since that's happened so that may be out of sight out of mind for a lot of people but but remembering that and that's part of the trials that come with having money and fame is that you're responsible for a 16 17 8 year old 18 year old's career that you're about to change his and his family tree's trajectory and he gets gunned down before you even had a chance to do that and you saw the vision in him those are things that can still haunt you okay how much money you got so putting a song, making a song about that fits the concept of this album and it worked. I can't say the same for a lot of other stuff on here, but I thought that worked though. That's fire. The, the way that you explained it, coming up with that concept, that's, that is dope. If there were more of that, then right. I feel like that we would get the meek meal that we just spent 20 minutes talking about the disappointments. We would we'll get a better version of that. And you know, I think it starts with, I, it's not just him. Like there's this thing in the industry now, and I feel like the same way with Drake album, people go into it, some artists, some major artists go into it like, what do I need to put together to make an album? As opposed to what do I want to do on my album? I feel like they do the what do I need because they don't want to fail, I'm Drake, I'm Meek Mill, I gotta make sure that it has this formula because it's worked. And people have bought it before, so I don't want to go away from the grain. And that's, I understand it. Yeah. But then you have niggas like J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar, who like, how do I push the envelope? I'm going to go play in the fucking league in Africa. I'm going to go, like, J. Cole changed his whole swag up with 2014. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar had a dope-ass album with skits and storytelling. That nigga flipped the whole thing up the next time. Yeah. You don't get that, 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 that that thing from Meek Mill, you don't get it from Drake either, but he's just so cold that he don't even have to do it. But other niggas that are A-list like Meek Mill, they, you got to push the envelope and try. I don't feel like yeah. that he tried. Like you said, it's just a regular form. I got the girl song, got the New York song, got the feature from the hottest rapper in the game. I got Young Thug. I got the nigga that do the, the drill shit from overseas. This is what everybody else hot doing. I sound like Dirk. I sound like Baby. <laughs> Boom, let me get the auto-tune. All right, here go the album. Right. <laughs> Where's the Meek Mill shit at? <laughs> it's on there early, man. What didn't work for you? Anything specifically that you were like, nah, this this is big skill. Uh it sounded like it sounded too much like the kids, man. Meek Mill got a rare opportunity at his age group to 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 be a voice for niggas shit like me. 
like a little younger than me that they can rap like that it give you what you want a perspective that you want from a nigga his age and he just didn't do it i feel like he was trying too young that was the biggest thing for me other than everything that we spoke about it just wasn't meek mill and it was more so trendy i want to sound like a nigga that, that, that that's popping right now i want to sound like dirk i want to sound like baby that's the biggest thing that didn't work for me what about you I agree, man. Cold Hearted 3 let me down because Cold Hearted 2 is probably the best song on championships. It's the last song on the album. That shit was super dope. A couple of these other ones, man, I promise he tried, bro. On my soul, he tried. You know what I'm saying? Like Love Train, he tried, bro. He don't care enough to do those songs. It didn't love money, he tried. It's it they just don't work, bro. They don't work. He just don't care enough to do those songs, bro. Like I don't know if it's because he said that on the shop and it's just in, implanted in my head and I've ran with it or I, did it, or I really wasn't a fan of Meek Mill before this, but just I hear this and all I hear is a nigga that just don't want to rap. Like, dude, I'm mm-hmm. doing this shit literally because I'm Meek Mill. Like, if I would rather go do activists and get niggas out of jail and right the wrongs that happened to me, I would rather make big boy plays with craft. Like, it just sounds like it. And like you said, he trying. Yeah. Like, I ain't knocking the nigga. He rapping. It sound cool, but it ain't like. Nah. And were you surprised that there was no MMG feature? No, nah, I think I bet I've been called that that was over. I think Ross holding on to thin threads. I think that I I think that there's turmoil behind the scenes. Actually, that's what they saying. That, they saying it is turmoil. You think that you who you think is right in that situation? Oh, it ain't no telling because I don't know. I, I you think don't know the specifics. But I just, think me trying to get out of his deal, bro. Let me ask you this. Would you say that Rick Ross is responsible for where Meek Mill, like how much responsibility would you say that Rick Ross has in Meek Mill's career? It's a huge response, a huge, Put huge a percentage impact on, like on where he's at, bro. 80%, 70%, what would you say? I would say 70, bro. Do you think Meek Mill feels the same way? Probably not. Think that's he, shouldn't. he shouldn't. Bro, he shouldn't? You got- you have to be a you have to be delusional, bro, in order to make it in this game like this right here, bro. You have to, just like West Side that's, Gun. You gotta think it's all on you. That's cool, but when the nigga that put you on come and be like, and he tap you on the shoulder and be like, "Hey, man, come down here to reality for a second. Let me holler at you." You owe him that. Like mm. you can be delusional all you want to, my nigga, but just like Baby was saying, and that's why I respected about that that interview. Like we can go back and forth for so long, and the lawyers can talk about shit, but eventually, my nigga, I'm gonna pull up on you. Yeah, we can figure this shit out. I got money in the bank. You got money in the bank. What do we need to do to make sure that it ain't no odd feelings and shit like this? And for I the feel record, like that, huh? For the record, Ross has been on every album up until this point. Yeah, like, and, and I feel like that just Meek has gotten to the point where he probably feel like, man, nigga, I don't know you nothing. I didn't gave you the albums, and Ross like, nah, bro, it don't work like that, my nigga. I put you in position to be Meek Mill. You might have been Meek Mill before Meek Mill, but that that MMG platform, that springboard, my nigga, that's why you meant Jay-Z and Robert Kraft and you doing all this shit, my nigga. Like, yeah, it's a little percentage that need to be in there for me. And I feel Rick Ross on that because Ross is a real boss and he's yeah. looking at it from a real boss way. Like, I provided a, a structure for you to be able to be this, my nigga. It's value in that. Bro, he has been on every project since 2011. Mm. Every Definitely project, contention. bro. Ain't no Wale on there either, huh? No. But, but I, that's fine. Wale, we know him and Wale are two completely different people, and they just they just not the type to hang around each other. They're only together because they work together. Like, that's one of them. 
Uh, they co-workers. That's a fact. They co-workers. So do, you think that he, do you think he feels the same way as me? Like, do you think Ross getting a raw deal here? You talking about Wale? Because it almost comes off that way. Like, I feel like Wale trying to get away and Meek Mill trying to get away with, with like, appreciate it, boss. We got it from here. Like, nah, hold on, boss. I think it's just time to, I, I, some people think it's time to move on, bro. Cool. Then we got to cash out. That's Y'all a niggas fact. owe me. <laughs> like, that's, it's cool. And that's probably where. Move on. That's cool, but we got to cash out. That's probably where the discrepancy comes in. Ross probably gave a number because he's a businessman, yeah. and Meek probably didn't want to pay that number. <laughs> And you know what I'm saying? Like that, that's probably we're speculating like a motherfucker, but that's, yo, yo, that's just, I mean, this is just free form conversation. We speculating because it's interesting, but I feel like that before, I, and this is me before I get mad at Ross and, and, and he ain't on my album and it ruins a relationship. I'll give you a little bit more. I'm willing. I, I, me personally, as a boss, I'd be willing to take that L not to ruin a, what I feel like is a great relationship. So yeah. if I feel like I'm overpaying to get out of it. I feel like you asking for a little bit more. It's cool. I might be mad for the day or two, but I'm going to give it to you because I feel like that that's more important than running around doing some baby and Lil Wayne shit. And for that's the record, the only project he missed was DC four. Just wanted to be accurate with that. But I knew, but I, I ain't gonna lie. I was scared of this meat because meat dropped a four piece that was called the quarantine pack in last mm-hmm. year. And it was some slow. It didn't let them hit. None of nothing on that hit. Like, I was like, yo, this ain't nothing, right? These throwaway joints, bro. So let me ask you this. What's the next move for Meek Mill? Let's say you're on, let's say he called Animal Brown tomorrow. Bro, I want you to help me. Like, just I just dropped the album. What do I need to do next to stay relevant for 10 more years? He, he needs to build up dream chasers. Mm, he needs man. to he, he needs to turn into a boss. You want to you want to know how these boss lines will hit different? Is if you if you in a Gotti bag and you find you with the Philadelphia money bag, yo, or you mm. find you, you know what I'm saying, the black youngster or whoever the fuck, everybody that's on CMG, or you go to another city and tap in and find you an ESTG. Like when you when you in that boss bag like that, if that's the thing you want to do, then that's how you need to play it. And then people will respect what you got to say. That's a nice move. Yeah, build out the record label. I me, I tell him stop rapping. You're done. <laughs> like it's it, bro. Not want everybody to stop rapping though. Just him, yeah. When they get to us, well, depends on what they got going on. But him, like, bro, you don't, there ain't no love for this shit no more. Let's go on and do what you want to do. Now, that, now he doesn't need a real conversation enough to do that, huh? But but think about it. Maybe he doesn't have any love for this project because he's in a war with Ross about mm, and this fill, is fulfilling the contract. Yeah. You're like, man, I'm finna mail this. Cause Jeezy said that. Jeezy said he mailed in a couple of them Def Jam joints because he was trying to get out the contract, dude. Yeah, that's. Well, maybe that's the case. Maybe. I, I wish, you? like I said, I, I love the platform that Meek Mill has. I respect, like you said, if you were, have been following hip hop, this probably, this has been like, if he listened to this, I'm sure he'd be like, these two niggas shitted on me, but I do want Mm-mm. to frame the conversation. I appreciate the, the rise he had from being the nigga in the t-shirt with the braids to standing next to Bob Kraft. I agree. Or being in the room with billionaires, I should say, not putting a big onus on Bob Kraft, but just being right. in the room with billionaires and being able to make those plays. I respect the shit out of it. I do want people to understand that I'm not saying that I feel like Meek Mill has failed or anything like that. I just don't think he liked to rap no more. And it's evident on this project. What out of five reels, what what are you thinking? One reel. Now stop, bro. I promise. One it's not, reel. it ain't that bro, small. Bro, me and my girl went out to go get brunch this weekend. I tried to play this meat meal on the way. She said, man, what is this? That ain't that She's usually open to good music. Like, we couldn't even finish it. Then I went back to go listen to it when I was exercising. I'm like, dude, this is one 
real, the lowest ranking ever for me in history. What what is the definition of one? Slow. Slow. That's what this is. Slow. It ain't that bad. For you guys that are listening to On Deck and you're new, slow, where we're from, means so lame and whack. S-L-A-W. Slow. Bottom of the barrel. And whack. Bottom of the barrel. The side that you throw away. No. That's slow. (laughs) Shit that you don't eat. That's what this album is. One reel. It's not that bad. I give it two and a half. It's some little cool. There's some stuff on here that I like. But that's that's the most I'm gonna give it, and I, I'm I'm a little let down by it. I hope he bounces back. I want to see him do well, but it, I'm just not really feeling this album like that, especially coming off that last one because I fuck with that championships as I've said about seven times in the last two weeks. Hopefully, he finds something that motivates him to rap or do whatever else the fuck he want to do. But just yep. like the the ump isn't there, Paul. You gotta find somebody young, man. You, that would help a lot. Get behind him. Not not a little dirtical, a little baby. Not niggas that's already popping, but it would help a lot if you found him a young nigga that just added some energy over to that camp. I, like that, that that would help tremendously. Like you said, as far as from a tone standpoint and perception, like the yep. boss look of it, like it would help a lot. Some new blood over at Dream Chasers would help. Let us know what y'all think, guys. What do you rate the Meek Mill project? Are we going too hard on it? Did you love it? Are you with us on it? Were you underwhelmed as well? Leave a comment, man, at On Deck TV Show on Instagram. Uh, Of course, Facebook. Go to the Rap Chat. Search the group. Let us know, man. What we got for some wins and some losses? Wins and losses. First off, an L to my man, Lil Boosie Badass. If you're familiar with the Legends Tour, it has kicked off. It features Gucci Man, Jeezy, Lil Kim, a whole lot of acts. But now, not Lil Boosie. Reason being in Atlanta, somebody came from behind the DJ booth and started throwing punches at one of Boosie's entourage. Yeah. Uh, fight broke out, big melee. They kicked Boosie off the stage. They ended the concert. Yep. Um, he has been banned from performing at the next three stops so far. And I'm not sure if he's taken off the tour. And Boosie fans have been offered a refund if they requested before the show. What do you think about all this? Yeah, man, it's crazy. Boosie joined into the into the fracas and allegedly damaged audio equipment, speakers. He said he was just defending himself, like, yo, somebody, like, this clown motherfucker jumped on stage, so, like, nigga, he finna get yeah, dealt with. Y'all. Like, I don't get, like, they try to, like, this on State Farm and look secure. Like, I got me fucked I agree. Up. Like, how this nigga get up here? And, and why would I be banned from the rest of the tour, though? Like, what? Oh, well, it's an insurance thing. You know how those, well, the people that true. don't know how it works, the promoters have to pay insurance on the concerts, and that's yep. probably, other than the venue, the most expensive part. So yeah. if this fight happens in Atlanta, trying to get it insured in the next couple of spots is going to be probably a big headache if you can even get it insured at all. Agreed. And you got to have insurance. Like stuff happens, like somebody get trampled or some shit like that. So that's the reason that he's gotten banned off because the, the rates probably went up on the insurance and they ain't trying to pay it to promote. That's a fact. Next in the wins and losses, Colin, man, a W, a rare W this year to your man, Tory Lanez. He donates life-saving supplies to the Haitian immigrants that were at the Texas border in that crazy story, man. Shout out to Tory getting a rare W. Yeah, man, it's been quiet for him lately. Um, 50,000 worth of supplies he donated, um, blankets, towels, other items. He handed them out himself. So, you know, he's he's... He didn't go to Texas and hand them out at the border. That's what he said. 
Well, what else he got to do? He, he was down there in Del Rio. That's nuts. That's what yeah. uh, Rick Ross got to give him that car now. Mm. He got to give him that smart car. Now, he was in Miami protesting. This nigga that went to Texas. and That's true. Rick Ross got to give him that car, man. Ross, get that man the car. You got to give said, him that little smart car. Most recently, he's donated about up to 150000 dude. He did it in, in September. He did it in Baltimore at a Target. And then uh, he did it in Long Beach uh, with Unite the People. Is, so he's been in a charitable mood. Is this too little, too late? Probably. I don't hear about this. We the only people talking about this. All I hear about is violating probation and maybe going back to jail in the mainstream media about Tory. Is, yep. is this effective at all? If you listen to the blog sites, they saying he's going back. It's just it ain't a matter of if, it's just when. So is this effective at all though? Is he doing this to try to like clean up his public perception? No. If the listen, if the judge bites on it, <laughs> no power to it's, all, it's up to the judge. The court of public opinion don't matter. That's funny. Last W of the episode to I got take Keith and uh pseudo alma mater. We both attended MTSU for a semester or two. Yep. He has been announced as an honorary professor. Shout out to Tay Keith for that, man. He That's super dope. Where yeah. he from? He from Nashville. Nah, he from Memphis. Oh, okay. But he went to school at MTSU and he graduated in 2018. So he's been on for a couple of years, but he never left school he finished school graduated walked across the stage the whole nine so salute to him for doing that i believe we talked about that when it happened i can't remember but now he's been named an honorary professor that's even doper shout to take keith i ran into him randomly shout to me and my guy jay hole we were in nashville at rooted looking at shoes and he was in there shopping so it was dumb random and i can't believe that my homie even knew what take Keith looked like but he was like that's take keith i was like that's all this crazy I believe y'all slapped, flicked it up, asked for an autograph. <laughs> Respectfully, we did not ask for an autograph or a picture. No. Shout out to Tay Keith, man, MTSU. And I got Street Symphony. He graduated from that, too. Absolutely, man. Grammy we did not, though. Comes. We got out of there. No, we got out of there. Fuck it. Mass communication case had 300 people in there. I'm never coming back. Yeah, motherfucker. Oh, shitty. Oh, y'all don't? Oh, okay, cool. So I leave at 12 instead of two on Tuesdays. Because <laughs> I'll never be back in here. <laughs> Dipped on that, that shit, shit was wild. I wish now, looking back at, it, I would, I would definitely relish the opportunity that we had there, though. Because yeah, that for was sure, bad. I agree. I was just, we was just young and just full of shit, essentially. Like, wasn't ready was going on, wasn't ready for that at all. But MTSU was a cool experience. Absolutely, man. On Decker of the week, we are going to YouTube. Shout out to our guy G Knee Lamp, longtime listener, longtime supporter, man. Just recently subscribed on YouTube. Appreciate that big dog, man. He's been holding us down for a stretch. Good looking Absolutely, out. man. He does this thing on the tweet streets. We appreciate it. You <laughs> may not get to respond and tell you all the time, but man, we definitely appreciate the love that you show on Twitter with the fan page. Appreciate the subscription and keep helping us getting this word out there, man. We're going to do what we do. Absolutely, guys. YouTube.com slash on TV, man. Hit that subscribe button. What you got me to, uh, to put on for the uh, week? Man, this is the best time of year for me for sports. This in spring. Uh, check out the I Am Spike Blue feed over there. I pick games every week. Gonna make you some money. Take a couple of my picks. Been doing great. I've had a great week last week. Um, and also the Sopranos movie. That shit was fire. I'm a big Sopranos fan. I think that, that was like the number one TV show. So I was highly anticipating the movie. Watch it this week. 
worth watching. Can't wait to everybody see you so I can talk about the ending with them. But the Sopranos movie, Saints of Newark, many Saints of Newark. Yeah. What you got to put us on? Yeah, that was my put on last week to check it out. <clears throat> and I checked it out and thought it was dope as well. So they got a, they definitely won. Uh, they stuck the landing with that. I was fucking with it. Could have, it could have been, Thanks. I could have took an extra 20, 30 minutes on there to be honest with you. Like I ain't wanted Thanks. to end. I, I need a series on the low. Um, yeah, they need to redo that or give me a movie tomorrow. Like David Chase need to get back in his bag and start cooking with that. That's a fact. But my put on is a podcast. It is on Spotify. It is called Infamous. They've been doing a series with Complex. They did Infamous Takashi. They did Infamous Pop Smoke. This one is Infamous YNW Melly. Uh, I don't know if you remember him. He had the Murder on My Mind record. He is currently locked up. He was he was on his, a fast track to being a star, Thanks, young yeah. dude out of Florida. It talks about his situation. Very interesting situation. Um, I, I don't know. You, I don't know if you remember because we talked about this because he's a he's accused of killing his two homeboys. Yeah, and, the, and they told the story on the, the the song or something. Yeah, and people thought that that song was him saying that he did it, even though that song is older than the incident. Yeah, right. But the crazy thing is, though, real quick. So YNW is like, a, it's like they camp like ASAP or YFN or whatever. Right. And so there's four members or there was four members. Three members were in a car. Car pulls up, shoots at them, kills two of them. The third one drives to the hospital, tells the story. Yo, people pulled up on us, shot us over at so-and-so and so-and-so. I don't know what the fuck happened. Police go to the intersection. They don't find no glass. They don't find no bullet casings. They don't find anything. So they're like, damn, that's kind of odd. They're like, yo, where were you coming from? He was like, we came from the studio. Okay, cool. So they checked the surveillance cameras from the studio. And it's the three YNW people and Melly getting into the car, leaving out. Now, Melly was not with them when he pulled up to the hospital, right? So they're like, man, that's kind of strange. Would y'all just drop them off or something? Okay, cool. They let it alone. Fast forward a couple months later, nigga, and Melly drops a documentary of the, the camp that was filmed before they were killed. And at the end of the documentary, he has on there, YNW, Melly, and friends were victim of a drive-by. And so the police see that and go, Melly was the victim of a drive-by. So to them, that puts him at the scene because he's saying that he was in the car, right. according to that. And so right. that's what they have him locked up for. Now, whether you think that's fair or foul, it's just I just thought it was weird as fuck. But that's why he's locked up. Because now the that lying about not front. being there, huh? The lying about not being there, yeah. Because now he's a suspect, so they charge him with murder for that. Yeah. I gotta listen to it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, I definitely gotta listen to it because it sounds like yeah, the obstruction of justice, maybe, but not murder. Yeah, it's, it's it, I haven't, it, there's only three episodes that come out every Sunday, so I've, I've got to see what the development is currently because I haven't been following it. So I'm waiting to unfold, but I just thought the story was wild, though, because he's got those two people on tatted on his face, bro. Tatted. This was hate, before the incident. I hate Spotify exclusive podcasts. I, I do, too. Everywhere, man. I, I, I do, too. find shit like that because <laughs> I don't look on Spotify for podcasts. God damn it. Put that shit everywhere. <laughs> but I'm going to check that out. Absolutely, man. Called Infamous YNW Melly. Uh, guys, another episode in the books. We appreciate you tapping in. Again, make sure you check out Patreon, patreon.com slash Realville for album reviews, bonus content um, from every show on the network. Anything else before we get out of here? 
Oh uh, man, shout out to uh, Got My Pink On Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, those people affected by that. Uh, special shouts out to them. Want to make sure that we're being uh, aware of what's going on and not being meat meal. So shout out to Breast Cancer Awareness. Absolutely, man. Most definitely, guys. Until the next time, we'll see y'all. We out.